It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Log Talk Radio. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 28th day of uh, September and uh, 2017. And our co-host, Jay Basser, he had an appointment with his heart doctor today. So uh, we'll be waiting for him to come back, hopefully next week. And our our, our uh, guest speaker today is Glenn Johnson with Champa BA. And now if any of y'all out there have a question or comment... Feel free to call in. Our call-in number is 347-237-4819. And then hit uh, number one on the queue. But uh, the number once again is 347-237-4819. And how are you doing today, Glenn? I'm I'm doing pretty good, Gerald. Thanks for having me. I hear uh, you're feeling on the mend and and you're back in in the full swing of things. And I'm glad to have you back. Glad your show's still going. Well, it's uh it's still going and we're still plugging away. Okay. So uh, if we could get away from these doctors, but uh, <laughs> you know that's kind of uh, kind of hard to do at times. Well, that that's but, it, you know. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's kind of it. And somebody's got to do that every, for you. Every uh, one know out there that Champ BA took care of one of the had it uh, members of an issue they was having uh, on a, a wheelchair and. And once uh, the Champ BA uh, associate there uh, contacted the outfit uh, uh, and got them squared away, uh, that problem was resolved. And uh, we were lucky enough to pull that off in one day with the help of Glenn Johnson and his crew. So we're really happy with Champ VA, and I know the Haddock member is too. So that's yeah, well, that's good. Well, good. Let me let me let me throw some things out there. First, uh, uh, we, we are more than happy to call providers, either medical or durable medical equipment retailers, or or, or anybody else that has to do with your uh, uh, your health care as a Champ VA beneficiary. 
you know, you can call us at our 1-800 number. It's 1-800-733-8387. That's 1-800-733-8387. That goes up to our call center. Now we are a little short-staffed in our call center uh, right now, so you might have to wait a little bit, but not overly long, I don't think. Um, but you know, we, we will contact the doctor on your behalf and, and talk about billing issues or purchasing issues or, um, whether we pay for, uh, a particular product or service or not. Uh, we're more than happy to call the provider on your behalf. And we've been doing that for years and years. I know I've talked about it several times on this show, um, but, you know, we get a lot of people that think, okay, those folks at Champier are probably too busy or they don't really care or, you know, I, I just don't want to bother anybody with my, my poor problems. Well, here's the deal. This entire joint, uh, Office of Community Care is what we're called now, but our office here in Denver, uh, we service people uh, that ha- that are part- members of the Champ VA program. They're beneficiaries of the Champ VA program. We service them and their families. And uh, that's all we do. Um, at least we, we, have, we have a number of people that can help you out. We are here to serve you. If you call us up, uh, we will do our utmost to try to uh, – answer your question or fix the problem or if you need us to call somebody we're more than happy to do that Um, you know we we have a a significant portion of uh, the membership the beneficiaries of Champ VA are of the baby boomer generation and sometimes even older than that and you know a lot of those guys and gals were uh they were raised not to make a fuss and to you know stiff up her lip and carry on and all those things um that's all well and good but we're talking about your health care and we're talking about maybe a cost associated with your health care that you might incur or that we should be paying and and who knows maybe we're not uh we're here to serve you and that's it that's all there is if there was no champ VA uh, program, the vast majority in this building would not have a would not have a job here. So we're here to serve you, and we expect you to call. We hope you'll call. And if you have any kind of uh, issues with the program, we certainly want you to call. So um, please know that we're here for you, and you are not an inconvenience or a bother. And I'll add this too: if you uh, if you call up here and somebody treats you like you're an inconvenience or a bother, or they're rude to you, or they say something uh, mean or untoward or insulting or anything else, if they are not providing you the service to which you expect, uh, then you need to let us know. Okay? So you can always email me. Okay? And I'll give you my email right now. My email that goes right to the computer sitting in front of me right now is Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, dot Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, at V-A dot gov. Okay? And uh, you can also call me if you want. If you have an issue, that's 303-331-7864. 
Now, if you have just a policy question or, or that sort of thing, I, I'd, I'd encourage you to uh, call the call center first because uh, a couple of things. Um, one, I'm not always in the office. And if you need some immediate service, that is really the place to go to. Um, and two, although I will certainly advocate on your behalf to any and everyone here, um, because I am not a clinical person and I do not process your claims, um, I cannot see your file. Uh, the reason for that is everything in your file here at Champ VA is HIPAA protected. You know that that form you sign when you go to the doctor that says they're not going to share anything and it's illegal to share anything without your permission and all those things. Everything in your file as a Champ VA beneficiary is HIPAA protected. So as I don't process claims and I don't work in that area, I'm not allowed to see it. So if, for instance, you wanted to call up and ask me uh, why a claim was denied, I can certainly go find somebody uh, to look that up, and I can get the answer for you that way, but I can't see it myself. So uh, I would encourage you always, if you have some, any kind of question or issue, to call us. I would start with the 1-800 number, which is 1-800-733-8387. And if that doesn't get you anywhere, then you are welcome to call me, Glenn Johnson, at 303-331-7864. Or email me. Email is even better. And once again, my email is glenn, G-L-E-N-N, dot J-O-H-N-S-O-N, at V-A dot gov. So that was my little speech there. Zero, so. Well, that's a good one. That ought to yeah. uh, put the necessary contact information out there that's needed from time to time. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't put, given it out. Hopefully, no I, one has any issues, but you know, they do come up. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, uh, I, I, I put uh, that that information out on. Uh, 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 your your uh, radio show before, and uh, what what I find is I put it out and people write it down and they remember it and if they have an issue they'll call. But you know I'm not on really super often, Gerald. You you guys invite me about once, maybe twice a year, and so people have questions and they'll taper off and then I'll come back and give my information again and I'll get some more questions or uh, concerns and then that'll go away for a while and you know it's good to have it back out there and it's also good to know for everybody to know that there's an alternate sort of source of information if they can't get through on the 1-800 number or they don't feel comfortable doing that because they had a bad experience or, or whatever the deal is that uh, you know I, I I try very hard to help out uh Champ VA beneficiaries when they call me with their issues, and I think I, I've got a pretty good track record. We have a pretty good track record here of taking care of folks. Um, sometimes you're not going to get the answer you like, and that's that's unfortunate. But uh, um, sometimes that happens as well. But at least you have the answer, and you're not guessing about things or wondering about things. And so, like I said, if uh, anybody has questions, concerns, or or issues with the program or us or uh, they're having problems with the provider, then uh, uh, by all means, I encourage you to call us because we're here to serve you. Well, that ought to help them out. Yeah, but I hope so. Now, I 
had a question here, uh, Glenn. It was about this choice uh, card. I'd read some time back that it was going to be turned over to Champa VA, and then I heard that it wasn't. Yeah, I know. And uh, I was reading just, I think, this morning or yesterday morning, that um, they're uh, uh, they're running out of money on Champ BA. So uh, I'm not Champ BA on the choice Mm -hmm. uh, thing, and they're having a lot of issues with that. So is that going to be turned over to Champ BA? No. No, that was never that. I'm not sure where you heard that, but that was never going to be a uh, an option. Uh, Choice uh, was a program that was started and under legislation unto itself, and it has its own bit of legislation uh, that created it and that currently governs it. Now, the Choice program was always going to be a temporary program until they uh, worked out. Um, a final solution uh, for providing health care to veterans uh, within the community, uh, especially uh, rural or uh, uh, rural veterans or veterans that are pretty far removed from a VA medical center. Um, that particular program, I, 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 I don't really deal with that program, it, although it is part of community care, the organization in which I work. Um, that is a program that is handled by another office, and I have to say I'm not uh, intricately involved with it or intimately involved with it. Um, There have been um, issues associated with the cost uh, that the VA is paying for that, Um, and many of those issues revolve around the fact that Congress created this program um, they wrote the they wrote the legislation associated with it. The VA didn't, and they demanded that the VA implement the entire program within 90 days of them coming up with it. Um, that led to a, a number of uh, significant issues. The largest one being finding organizations. Uh, contractors to process these claims and manage the administrative side of the program. Um, Many of the, uh, I know that many of the uh, prospective organizations um, that the VA was hoping would be involved um, said that they couldn't stand up the operation within 90 days, and so they didn't participate. They walked away, um, which left very few uh, people to compete for for those positions. Um, within the choice program, uh, I saw some. Um, I saw a uh, AP story today um, that indicated exactly what you just asked. The AP story talked about uh, Senator John McCain from Arizona uh, writing a letter uh, wanting an explanation uh, as to why uh, the, the program is spending as much money as it is. Um, I, I wish I had answers for you, Gerald, um, but uh, I don't really deal with that program, 
And so uh, I, I I really can't answer uh, those questions. I can I can tell you this definitively though um, that they are not going to let choice be run by Champ VA. Um, there's com- two completely different sets of laws, public laws that govern those two programs, and there was never an intention to have them um, sort of. In the same business line or, or crossing business lines, they like I said, both programs are within the office of community care, uh, but one does not have anything to do with the other. <clears throat> well, that uh, I can certainly understand that. Uh, so uh, this choice program is is not going to be affiliated with uh, CHAMP VA, and that's what I was wanting to get clear. Yeah, Um, no, it's not. The Choice uh, Program is actually, they're writing up a new, um, right now they're working on creating a newer version of of Choice, a permanent version of Choice, and um, they're they're trying to work out all of the... uh, all the bugs in that before it's offered up to anybody. And I know that that's being uh, worked on right now, but like I said, that's, that's really sort of far out of my lane in terms of what's happening in happening inside that. And so I, I, I wish I had something to tell you really great about it, but I, I really don't know. So um, I tell you what, if you want to invite me on again, I can always find somebody to come and talk about it and maybe we could do that. We, we can tell. Well, well, we can you know, do uh, that. Yeah. 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 I could. I could find somebody to come and talk about it with you. Um, so uh, I'll tell you what. That after would be great program, because you know a lot of veterans are really interested in this choice program, and and yeah. so far uh, I haven't seen where I, it's going to have to be revamped. What they have going now. It. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know what what the answer is. Sometimes, you know, you you keep throwing money after uh, good money after bad, <laughs> and, well, and and unless the thing squirt away and and set on a, on a, with a proper agenda that will work. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't I'll know. tell you. I'll tell you, Gerald, the, uh, the the biggest issue that came out of choice um, was really the timeline that Congress gave the VA to implement it. This is a program that has exceeded $10 billion in expense so far. Um, and uh, so it's an expensive program. It covers uh, a huge number of veterans. Um and they gave us basically three months to nail it down, find contractors, come up with a system for creating a network of providers and paying bills and paying the authorization costs and the admin costs and finding everybody who deserves a card. And then they decided that they wanted to change the methodology that they created uh, that Congress had in there of the 40-mile rule. And it was 40 miles as a crow flies, and then they had to change it all. Uh, to actually uh, more than 40 miles driving 
because uh, I know you live in a hilly part of the town, uh, hilly part of the country, uh, Gerald, over in Missouri, and Colorado certainly has its its share of hills and mountains, and so it may be, you know, someplace maybe ten miles away, but you got to drive thirty miles around all the mountains to get there. So, yeah. So they changed all of that criteria. Um, this the program really has been a work in progress, and. Um, you know, Congress gets to call the shots on budgeting and things like that, and they created the legislation. The president, uh, the former president, uh, signed it, and so we had our task cut out for us to create a program in 90 days. And uh, uh, what they came up with was, I, I think, a solid base, um, but there's a lot of things to be worked out that just didn't fit in the timeline. So we had to start providing services to people uh, really before the program was, you know, fully fleshed out and, and working. And so it's been a work in progress its entire duration. Now, everybody knew that the program was uh, a term-limited uh, program, uh, a temporary program. And if you look at your choice card, I have a choice card, and it says right on it, you know, this the temporary choice program, and, and it goes down to tell your name and all those different things. So they knew something else was coming coming along, um, and that's what they're doing right now. They're working on creating the next version of this, the uh, more price-efficient and uh, administratively efficient um, version of the current choice program. I think what you're going to end up with in the end is a really great program that is going to uh, expand on a veteran's ability to get care in the community out, out, you know, outside the VA. And I think the payment issues are going to get straightened out and the admin costs are going to be reduced. I think um, really the issue that we all got ourselves into is that really short timeline. Um, you know, you can't, you can't turn an aircraft carrier around like a, like a bicycle, you know, it, it takes it. Well, this is the same thing. This is an aircraft carrier size program here. We're talking about a program that spends fully one sixth of the entire VA budget. So, you know, getting that all squared away and getting uh, everybody's uh, ducks in a row and the providers uh, networks created and the contractors on board and, and the methodology and all of that. It's, uh, it's, it's quite an undertaking. In fact, you know, most of the uh, contractors that we were hoping would sort of step up to the plate and maybe make a bid for that program, um, folks like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Aetna, and, and some of those big guys, big players, they all said, now, three years to, three years to create the program. Okay? And that's why they walked away. They said, no, we can, we can do it maybe in three years or so. But the fact of the matter is, Congress mandated 90 days, and so we got what we got. And we've been uh, uh, trying to fix things on the fly as we go. You know, it's like one of those old Buster Keaton movies, like The General, where the train's going as fast as it can, and he's out on the side trying to fix a wheel while it's moving. You know, that's 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 a hard road to hoe. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we've always got got it in our head that we've got to provide the absolute best service we can, but sometimes uh, as you're dealing through a work in progress, uh, there can be issues, and that's what we're suffering right now. we got some growing pains, but we do have a plan, and we're working on the next iteration, 
And when that comes about, I reasonably soon, I think that's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a really good program. It's, it's really going to go a long way towards getting what I know a lot of the veterans want, which is the freedom to go either the VA or out at their, at their discretion. And I think we're sort of moving towards that. So. Well, it looks but, like it. I, I believe the intentions are good and, uh, it's a worthwhile program and, uh, you know, a person be hard put not to understand why it was needed. There's certainly yeah. a need for it. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, because, like you say, a lot of veterans do have to drive a long ways, which I, I have to myself. And yeah. just my well, I know the primary care yeah. unit's 50 miles. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, the... Uh, the criteria for the choice program for you to go out on the, on the economy is certainly see the distance, okay, or you can't get an appointment at a VA medical center or clinic within 30 days, or um, they just don't have the specialty that uh, uh, you need, maybe a specialty oncology type person, or um, maybe they don't have, if you're a female veteran, maybe they don't have the the women's health services that you need at the clinic or the, or the hospital is near you. And so you need to go out in the economy. Any one of those three uh, would have certainly validated you getting your uh, care on, on the outside of the VA system, but having VA pay for it. And uh, yeah, you know what? You're, you're going to see it get better and better and better. And uh, you know, there's, there's some serious growing pains and we understand that and and it's not our uh it's not our intention to uh um have a program that's dysfunctional but we've we've got to work through the short timeline that we were given uh to create these things and and get them up and running and uh it's it's going to happen and i think everybody's at the end of the tunnel when we come out of it everybody's going to be pretty happy with what the what the end product is going to be well, it'd certainly be better than what they have now, I would assume. Yeah. And uh, that's the main main issue. Yeah. Well, uh, can I, is, can I there anything, is there anything new going on with Champ BA? No, Champ BA is still the same, uh, uh, the same program. No, there's been no real significant changes to it. Um, so... Uh, it's for those for your folks out there who don't know, or maybe they're new listeners. Champ VA is a program. Uh, the real name of it is the Civilian Health and Medical Program of the Department of Veterans Affairs. It's a program for the dependents of veterans who have been rated permanently and totally disabled, died of a service-connected disability, uh, was rated permanent and total at the time of death or died on active duty but is otherwise not entitled to TRICARE. Um, For those of you who know what TRICARE is, uh, TRICARE is a very similar health care program for the dependents of veterans uh, who are military retirees or for active duty military. Both of these programs, CHAMP VA and TRICARE, were the same exact program up until 1973. Um, it was started in 1956. It's based on Blue Cross Blue Shield of 1956 for federal employees because they needed a template of some sort. Uh, in 1973, the government decided to split those two populations 
uh, into two different programs. The active duty military and military retiree dependents all went with TRICARE, and uh, the dependents of veterans who were rated permanently and totally disabled with died as a service-connected disability all went over to the CHAMP VA program. So they're very, very similar. Uh, they cover the same things. Uh, the reimbursement rate is the same. Um, the only difference really is TRICARE because they have so many more people in it have networks of providers, meaning doctors that uh, uh, contract with TRICARE like any other health insurer, and CHAMP VA allows you to go to any doctor you want. Um, the last number that I saw, a solid number, uh, there's just over uh, half a million CHAMP VA beneficiaries worldwide. Um, if you want to compare that to TRICARE, TRICARE has about 23 million oh beneficiaries. My. Yeah, because you have all the retirees and all their family members and all the active mm -hmm. duty guys and gals and their family members. And uh, so there's many, many more of, of one than the other. Um, but they're essentially uh, really the same program. They started off the same program. That program used to be called CHAMPUS, the Civilian Health and Medical Program of the Uniformed Services. And even now, you'll you'll hear uh, some of the older older doctors or insurance people call it CHAMPUS. It isn't. CHAMPUS hasn't existed since 1973, but people still call it that. And uh, um, it's. Uh, and they both have a copay. Don't you still have a copay with yours? Well, our uh, the Champ VA program is a cost share program, um, and the way that works is uh, Champ VA pays seventy five percent of the allowable amount, and um, the beneficiary, uh, the Champ VA beneficiary, pays twenty five percent of the allowable amount. In this case, the allowable amount is the Medicare reimbursement rate. So Medicare um, is sort of the boss in terms of all uh, government health care. They sort of set the rules, and what they, what they do is they set what are called allowable amounts. And so that is basically not the billed amount, what the doctor bills you, but what the government says uh, the procedure you've had done is worth. And so um, I'll give you an example. Uh, if you fall and crack your head open and you're a champion beneficiary and you go get it fixed and the doctor gives you a bill for $10,000, that's the billed amount. The allowable amount, let's say, is $1,000. And the allowable amount is what the government says fixing your cracked head is worth. And so we pay 75 you pay 25 So... Um, instead of paying the ten thousand dollars, you pay seven hundred and fifty dollars. You pay two hundred and fifty dollars, and Champ VA pays seven hundred and fifty dollars. When that bill is paid, right? When we yeah. paid our seventy-five percent, and you guys have paid uh, as the beneficiary, pay your twenty-five percent. The deal is done. The doctor does not get to come after you for that other nine thousand dollars. He has to eat it. What happens is when uh, uh, they take money from us, um, we're going to send the beneficiary an explanation of benefits, just like all insurance companies do. Um, 
and it says we paid Dr. Smith $750 of the allowable amount for fixing the crack in your skull, and your portion is $250. When you pay that $250, then the deal is done. That's all there is to it. They can't come after you for the other $9,000. That's against the law. It's against the Balanced Billing Act of 1993. And so they can't, you know, some of the things that happens is uh, we pay the bill. You get the EOB, says, okay, you got to pay this much. You pay your bit. Or if you have other health insurance, they pay their bit first. Then we pay, then Champ VA pays their bit second, and you pay whatever is left over if there is anything left over. Uh, I was going to ask about that on the, uh, yeah. um, it'd be like a gap insurance for uh, Champ VA? Well, here's the deal. Champ VA is always the payer of last resort. Okay? Yeah. So uh, if you're a young person and you have Champ VA, your, your spouse, your sponsoring veteran has uh, served their nation and gotten themselves <laughs> reasonably hurt. Um, and they, and to the point where they're rated permanent in total, um, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, if they're, if, if they have other health insurance, let's say they have Blue Cross Blue Shield through their work. Okay. Blue Cross Blue Shield is going to pay what they pay first and then Champ VA is going to pay second. Um, if, uh, you have Medicare. If you are Medicare eligible at any any age, let's say, God forbid, you're young and you've got Medicare because you had an accident or you were uh, born with uh, some sort of uh, uh, medical issue uh, that would get you uh, social, ser- um, social security um, pension and Medicare, then you have to have Medicare A and B. So when you become Medicare eligible and you have Medicare A and B, they pay first and Medicare pays 80% of the allowable amount. We pay second, and we pay uh, 75% of whatever's left over, if there is anything left over, and and the beneficiary pays last. But I have to say, in the case of when a beneficiary has Medicare and then has CHAMP VA, uh, they really have little or no out-of-pocket expense at all. They shouldn't really pay anything, be paying anything. Um, so that's, that's the way it's designed to work. We're second. Sometimes we're last. Some people, they have a Medicare, um, they have Medicare A and B and you have to keep Medicare and A and B. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but they have Medicare, then they have a Medicare supplement, then they have us. Okay. Um, then Medicare pays first. The supplement pays their portion. And if there's anything left, we pay last. We don't recommend that people have Medicare and Medicare supplements and CHAMP VA. Um, The reason being, Medicare is always going to pay that 80% first. If you have a Medicare supplemental program, they're going to pay what's left, and then you have us. You're paying a premium for that Medicare supplemental program in most cases. Okay? So... If you didn't have the supplement, we would pay what's left over anyway. So really, if you have a Medicare supplemental program and Champ VA, you're paying for a med, uh, you're, you're paying for a health insurance. Uh, in this case, 
the Medicare supplemental program. You're paying for a health insurance to do something that you're already getting from us for free. So we, we highly recommend uh, that when your time comes to become Medicare eligible, you have to go down and get A and B. You have no option to drop A and B. Uh, well, A, you don't need to drop. B is the one that everybody wants to drop because there's uh, a premium associated with it. We have nothing to do with that. The law says if you want to have CHAMP VA, you must have Medicare A and B. So when people get that, Medicare A and B, we recommend that one of the first things you do after that is cancel your Medicare. Uh, um, if, if you have a supplemental in line, don't get it. If you already got Medicare and you have a supplemental, you might really want to think about whether you need that or not. Now, if it provides some sort of service that CHAMP VA doesn't, and I'd be shocked if it if it did, um, uh, then you're right back to what we talked about a minute ago. You're paying somebody to do something the government's already given you for free. So if you have a supplemental policy right now and you have CHAMP VA A and B, um, you might want to seriously sit down with the CHAMP VA handbook and the supplemental handbook, compare what the coverage is, I think what you're going to find, 99% of the time, the coverage is exactly the same. And so you get out of having the supplemental program. It'll save you the um, uh, the premiums every year. You know, I had a lady out in uh, San Francisco, actually Palo Alto, uh, which is south of San Francisco, um, a number of years ago who came up and she didn't believe me. She goes, no, I have to have it. My my insurance, my supplemental insurance says I have to have it, and you're not going to pay anything. I said, I can assure you that's not the case. This poor lady, because of specific health issues she had, she was paying, wow, she was paying about $3,900 a month for health insurance mm-hmm. on a Medicare supplemental policy. Uh, she had owned at one time a vineyard in Napa, California, a small vineyard that, you know, sold grapes to other people to make wine, but she had a big farm and it was a going concern. Uh, she, Her health insurance cost her so much she had to get rid of it. She was living in, in a one-bedroom apartment. She went from a huge uh, winery that she, her and her husband owned down to a one-bedroom apartment simply because she was paying this uh, Medicare uh, supplemental policy, uh, $3,900 a month. And wow. uh Yeah. And so I uh, uh, I worked with some of the people in eligibility, and I, I, I got her talking to some of the folks upstairs in the call center, and they validated, yeah, you, you don't need this. And she got rid of it. She was so grateful. Um, uh, she used to write me once in a while, but I haven't heard from her in a few years. Um, but you don't want to get yourself in that situation where, you know, you're paying so much money or any money, really, for something you're already getting for free. And you're just – you know, you might as well just take your money out and throw it in the street. Um, you don't want to do that. Uh, the program is designed to work hand-in-hand hand with Medicare. That's why Medicare pays first and we pay second. And that's why we reimburse for the same allowable amounts that Medicare has. So um, when the time so comes to get Medicare. In, in actuality, uh, then, Glenn, if, if I have Medicare, and then they run up with shampoo. They don't need nothing else because That's right. chances are, uh, what Medicare 
don't pick up, Shampoo will come in and and uh, uh, pay their share, right? You pay right. 75% of what Medicare don't pick up, in other words. Right. Medicare pays 80% of the allowable amount. If you have only Medicare and CHAMP VA, then we're going to pick up 75% of that remaining 20%. Um, but I have to tell you, um, that's actually a rare occurrence where you have anything left over after them and us. For the mo- you know, it's, it's rare um, for people to have any out-of-pocket expense once they have Medicare and CHAMP VA. What what I you're getting there, that. yeah, yeah, is, is an entire is an entire uh, package because we pay up to the allowable amount, and um, that's you know for the most part that there's once once we've done our our seventy five percent of the twenty percent left over uh, that's already met the allowable amount, and so you you don't owe anything. Um, it's it's. It's kind of heartbreaking because I run into people all the time that they have these supplemental policies that cost a lot of money and they're afraid, well, I don't want to get rid of it. Why not? Because I'm old. And if I get rid of this, I'll never get it back. Okay, but here's the deal. Medicare lasts for the entire duration of your life. When you're 65 um, and you send us a copy of your Medicare card, you get CHAMP VA for the rest of your life. Even if you remarry somebody who is not the veteran who gave you CHAMP VA, you still get to keep it at, you know, so, um, why do you need this? You, you don't have to worry about getting something back that you didn't need in the first place. So, you know, but Gerald, you know as well as I, you can lead a horse to water sometimes, but you can't make it drink. And it's I find it really frustrating when I get these people. You know, at the end of the day, it's their decision. If they don't want to give it up, they don't have to. Um, but it. I know how it's going to work if they give it up. They're going to have a bunch of extra money in their pocket from uh, not having to pay premiums, and they're going to be much happier. Um, let me mention something else really quick. You know, you have the Medicare Part D program, which uh, yeah. was started. In, it, it was started in 2006 as a uh, pharmacy uh, benefit associated with uh, Medicare. Well. Um, if you're a Champ VA beneficiary out there and you're listening and you have Medicare Part D, you need to get rid of that, and we can help you out. Call that 1-800 number, 1-800-733-8387. Yeah, That's 1-800-733-8387. And tell them you you want out of your Medicare Part D. Um, there's a lot of issues with that. Now, for everybody else in the country who's going to have to take Medicare Part D, that's that's your option. That's all you got. But because you people are uh, Champ VA beneficiaries, you don't have to take it. You already have a pharmacy benefit from the government, and that's Champ VA. And so you won't have the donut hole. You won't have premiums like uh, Medicare Part D does. And the other thing is, you know, we have a program, Meds by Mail, where if you are in CHAMP VA and have no other health insurance, um, you can get medications from us through the mail for free. No copay, no cost share. You don't even have to pay for the postage. Uh, If you have Medicare Part D, you can't get that from us. So let me recap the Medicare bit really quick. When you turn 65, you have to go down and get Medicare Parts A and B, and you have to maintain it. 
make a copy of that card and send it to us, and you will get CHAMP VA for the rest of your life. If you have Medicare Part D, call us up and tell us that you have Medicare Part D and you want out, and we will help you get out of it. If somebody is pressuring you now because you are Medicare eligible to take Medicare Part D, tell them you don't have to, you have CHAMP VA, and if they keep giving you a hard time about it, Call us up. We'll call them and say, no, they don't have to have it. They have a uh, pharmacy benefit through the CHAMP VA program, so they don't need Medicare Part D. Medicare Part D, you know, has that donut hole thing going on, and it's it can become very, very expensive, uh, especially your out-of-pocket. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and this will keep that from happening. When I first signed up for uh, Medicare, I had the D, and I had that donut hole so fast, I think within two or three months. And uh, it like wiped me out. I said, yeah. <laughs> I told them what they could do with that Part D. Uh, yeah. And started, because my copay at the VA was a lot less. Oh, yeah. Your copay at the VA is what now, 350 for a drug? Uh Something like that. I think it's more than that. Seven, but anyway. Seven. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, mine, uh, because of my affiliation with uh, Project 112 Chad, they're mm-hmm. covering my prescription. So that really helped me a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I got rid of the co-pays. But the ones that are, you know, doing copay, it's still better than that Part D. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the Part D was, you know, what the government could come up to with is a one-size-fits-all pharmacy benefit. Um, I think what they were hoping to do was create a situation where um, maybe they had better uh, bargaining power with the pharmacies, pharma, uh, pharmaceutical companies, Um very much like the VA, you know, bargains and gets really great prices. I think they were hoping to do that, and it didn't pan out. Um, so it's, you know what, it's it's what I'm going to end up with. It's what most people end up with, and uh, uh, it's uh, you're just going to have to deal with it if you got it. But here's the deal. If you folks uh, out there that got CHAMP VA, you don't need Medicare Part D. You don't have to take it. You don't have to go through the donut hole mess. You don't have to pay annual premiums. You just simply opt out of it, and then you can contact us and get all of your meds for free. So donut hole and premiums well, or free drugs, I think I'm going to well, go, go with the free drugs. That sounds like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. Yeah, go with the free drugs, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, so there you know, many people out here are misinformed, and and they just don't have the facts, and and uh, at least in a podcast like this, uh, we have the, the facts uh, there in the archives, so... It pays people to go through and, and listen to some of these shows over again because a lot of this data just don't become obsolete. It, it's good to, 
tomorrow as it was today. Yeah. And any major changes, of course, we always let everyone know. Sure. So we try to stay on top of that. But, okay. Uh, go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, we only, we only got a few minutes left, and one of the things I wanted to hit um, was last fall I talked about the free flu shots for veterans. Yes. Yeah, that's that's uh, started again. It started uh, uh, August fifteenth, offici- officially September first, but we they started doing it on August first fifteenth. Uh, um, but here's the deal: if you are a veteran and you are enrolled in VA healthcare. Meaning you got a VIC card, take that VIC card down to uh, um, any Walgreens and tell them you're a veteran and you want your free flu shot, and they will give you a free flu shot. The flu has already started hitting. Um, There's been a number of reports, both in the written press, electronic press, and TV. Um, The flu has already uh, started showing up. Um, it's apparently a really nasty sort of version of the flu this year. Um, so if you're a veteran and you're listening to this or you got some buddies that are veterans and maybe they can't listen to this, but you're, you're going to pass this along to them. I hope, uh, go down to your Walgreens, take your Vic card and, uh, tell them you want a free flu shot. It's a quadrivalent flu shot this year. Last year, it was trivalent. This year, the CDC recommends quadrivalent, and so that's what we purchased. And uh, um, we're hoping to to drum up a lot of business. Now, you can always go and get your free flu shot at either a VA clinic or a VA medical center if you're near one. Uh, But if you don't have one in your town or you don't have one close by, but you got a Walgreens hanging around, uh, go down to Walgreens and get your uh, uh, flu shot. And one of the things that's going to happen is when you go in there and get that free flu shot, they're going to transmit that information to your healthcare record at the VA. So you got that in there, and, and you can prove that you got it, when you got it, and uh, what type of shot it was. So uh, well, that's, that's a, a good that's, deal. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every year, this is the third year we've done it, um, between the first year and the second, well, the first year we did about, 40,000 flu shots. Last year, we did almost 80,000. This year, uh, we're hoping to do over 200,000. One of the very interesting things uh, about uh, uh, this particular program is almost half of the veterans uh, who went and got shots are um, either rural or very rural, uh, according to their zip codes. Uh, so this is really a, a great program for those folks that live out um, in some of the some of the more remote and beautiful places in our country. Um, I know we got lots of them here in Colorado, uh, and so um, you know they can they can go ahead and take care of getting that free flu shot without having to drive all the way to a VA hospital or clinic, and still get that record in in their in their file and and get the uh, flu coverage that they need. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, the uh, CDC, Center for Disease Control, um, they, uh, uh, they're they really pushing it this year to get a shot. 
and and uh, um, I, I agree with it. Uh, they recommend, especially anybody over the age of 65, going to get a shot. I recommend anybody over the age of 25, or actually yeah, five, I'm getting a kidding. shot. Yeah, it's it's such a uh, um, it's it's such a horrible little disease. And, you know, and there's a significant number of elderly people every year that and and young children who die from that. Um, now, uh, you're not going to get uh, a young child with a VIC card. Uh, probably they're going to have to go and get it where they can get it. Uh, but you veterans out there, uh, there's really no excuse for you going without it. And, you know, it's not a live virus anymore. It used to be sometimes they'd have a live virus vaccination and they give it to you and you, you get a little bit of a flu um, just from the shot. That's not the way it is anymore. Uh, it hasn't been for many years. Uh, so there's there's really no reason to stop you from going down and getting your shot. Now, uh, some doctors, especially when they have uh, really senior patients, they want them to get the uh, um, the high dose shot. Uh, Walgreens is not going to give you that for free, uh, but you can go get it at your VA medical center or clinic. So if you go into a Walgreens and say, I'm here for my flu shot, but I'd like the uh, HD version, um, which is the more robust shot, they'll go, well, we can we can bill your other insurance or you can pay for it right now. Uh, then you can turn around and walk out and go to the VA and get that for free. Um, but what the CDC is, is recommending, uh, besides that everybody get a shot, is the, is the regular dose quadrivalent shot this year so now if you walk in and you ask for that and show your vic card uh you're going to get yourself a free shot um i know i've gotten mine i i get the high dosage every year yeah uh, my doctor gives me but uh my wife and i both got ours already about a week and a half ago or something like that but uh, I've had no ill effects on it, so yeah. Uh, yeah. usually well, uh, don't have a trouble. And, you know, at times, uh, Glenn, the elderly, I've heard of them getting two flu shots in the year. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, you know what? If Here's the deal. Walgreens is going to give you one free one. Uh, the VA uh, will give you one. Uh, as well for free, um, but um, if if you really need two, uh, I would discuss that with uh, uh, your your healthcare provider. And if you're going to the VA already to get your shot, ask them about getting the second one if you need it. Um, I know there's been years past where they started off with one type of flu and then it moved to another one, and so they changed That's the exactly flu vaccine. Right. Yeah. I, I, I remember years um, uh, when that's happened, and so they may recommend two in that case. Uh, I don't know, but if you're going to get two in a year, you, you need to talk to your doctor about it. Just don't go down and get oh, them because absolutely. you feel like getting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, they have to make that determination, but usually, as a rule, it's a it it's a case where. The flu made a change or or mutated or whatever that does. Yeah, or a second flu showed up. Yeah. Say, oh, yeah. 
yeah. but uh, yeah, I've heard of them getting two flu shots. Yeah. If you really, really uh, low immune system, maybe you might get to it. Like you say, yeah, talk that over with your doctor. Yeah, but uh, if you're just looking for the one normal annual flu shot and you want it for free, uh, go down, show your show your VIC card to the folks down at Walgreens, and they'll 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 fix you up and they'll transmit that information over to your record, and if for some reason they can't provide that or they don't have what what your doctor says you need, like a, a high dose, um, then go down to the VA and and they'll 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 still give you the shot. It'll be free, but it'll be the one um, that 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 your doctor is recommending. But it's a really good program, and you know it's been growing every year, and we and we really really uh, really. <laughs> Hope that everybody takes advantage of it. We we want those folks out there to uh, be healthy, stay healthy. Um, you know, I, I got the flu last year. What happened was uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we were supposed to go get the. I run the actual flu shot for our our building, the flu shot program. And uh, the day we were given the flu shots, I got called. I had to go to North Carolina to give some training to some uh, veteran service officers in North Carolina. So I missed the day, and I thought, ah, I'll go to Walgreens. There's one across the street. I just never got around to it. Sure enough, man, <laughs> oh my. last week last week of February, it caught me, and it caught me hard. I was I was out for a whole week, and it oh, wasn't man. a fun week. It was it was a week of just shivering and shaking and sweating and and laying in bed and it was miserable and uh, you know that was the first year in many years where I didn't get a flu shot and you know of course it's 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 out there it's gonna find you so protect yourselves and uh, do it at no cost to you and uh, uh, make sure you stay healthy this 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 uh, cold and flu season absolutely. Well, uh, well, Glenn, we're nearly out of time here. Is there any questions? Did anybody uh, ask any questions? I haven't had a call in yet. Uh, okay. I'll get them tomorrow. Okay. That's usually what happens. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, well, we get a, a lot of people that listen to the recording because you guys post them afterwards. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, and that, that's that's usually where most and I have a lot of them, you know, if they're working or being out, that's be a day to be fishing somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they'll listen to them of an evening later on and or the next day, whenever they get the opportunity. At least it's there for them. And, and yep. we get a lot of comments on most of these shows. So, uh, yeah, I know I get a lot of calls. Later on. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get a pretty good number of calls or emails. Um, I actually prefer the emails simply because if I'm not here, I can come back and still answer it instead of missing your call, you know. Yeah, uh, so, right. And, and I, I can read my email on my phone if I'm not in the office, and I can still take care of some business. I mean, everybody's welcome to call me. You know, I, I I left the number. It's 303-331-7864. If you want to email me, it's Glenn G L E N N dot Johnson J O H N S O N at V A dot gov. I'll I'll do my utmost to try to take care of your your issue and and make you satisfied and uh, uh, keep you happy. Um, 
if if you got anything for me, give me a call. I'm I'm here for you. Okay, Glenn, we appreciate you coming on. And I'll get with you about coming on a little more sooner where it's not so far apart. Okay. And yeah, uh, um if 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 you want uh uh if you want somebody to talk about uh, a choice next time, let me know. And I'll I'll round up uh, somebody and, yeah, and they can come on. I know we're that. working on that pretty hard, so maybe we give it a little bit. Uh, they'll at least get a good plan of action going here. And, yeah, yeah. And it'll be good to cover that. Okay. Okay, I can make that Glenn, happen. I appreciate it. And uh, this will be Gerald Cook with uh, Glenn Johnson. We'll be signing off today. Okay, thank you, Gerald. Thank you, Glenn. Yep. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Basher Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.